today we're going to talk about how you can successfully lose your fat and keep it off. Whatever type of journey you are on, whether it's fat loss or health, there are some common traits that successful people have and this is what I'm going to discuss with you today. So firstly, in no particular order, but this one is number one, is what is your why? Why do you want to lose weight or improve your health? And you know, there's always a deeper reason for weight loss. I want to lose two stone. Why do you want to lose it? I want to look good in my clothes. Why do you want to look good in my clothes? I want to feel confident. So ask yourself why, 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 until you've really got down to the bottom. And I can tell you for most people, it will be that they want to have more confidence because they want to look good. You know, it could be that you're standing up um, doing presentations and you want to be able to confidently, you know, stand in front of a room of 20 people presenting. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to know why you are doing this. Now, your why is so important. It has to be strong enough to get you through those days, those moments, those weeks, those phases where you are demotivated because this whole journey is up and down. Some days you're going to be raring to go, other days you're not going to be wanting to get out of bed or go for your walk or do your exercise or plan your meals. That is absolutely normal behavior. So what you need to do is you need to be disciplined and with discipline comes your why what is going to get you out of bed in that in the mornings doing the things that you need to do so i'll give you and you see and losing weight isn't a strong enough why there has to be another reason for it like i said you want to improve your health markers you want to have a baby you want to um you know be around for your kids your grandchildren whatever your why is it i don't want it to be i want to lose weight it has to be something stronger and deeper than that my why is very simple i am a mum who is now 52 and i have young children you know i gave uh, i had my twins when they were when they were well obviously they were born i had them when i was 40 so i want to make sure that as i get older that i am in as good as health as possible so that i can enjoy them growing up i can do things with them and you know for myself i want to make sure that i am spend more time out of hospital and i mean and i can enjoy my retirement you know i don't want to be in and out of hospital going for blood tests going for scans going for you know that consultant uh, um, hospital appointment i just want to be able to live a long quality life out of hospital yeah however long that is going to be whether it be five years 10 years 15 years 20 years i don't know so that is my why right my why really are my children but it's also me as well because as i'm getting older and i'm understanding more and more about the menopause and the the long-term symptoms of the menopause um i just want my health to be top-notch right because if my health is in the best condition it can be everything else will follow right now the second one is also a very important one and as a woman and as a mum we are terrible at prioritizing ourselves. right everybody comes first and then if you've got time for you you make that time but we need to switch this around unfortunately ladies um i know some of you might disagree with me but your number one priority is you it's not even your children because you can only look after your children and be a good mom, be a good wife, 
be a good daughter, be a good whatever role you have in your life. You can only be best, your best version of you if you prioritize yourself, right? So if you're, you know, not happy with your weight, not happy with your eating habits, your mood is always low, you don't have much energy, what good are you going to be to those around you who are looking up to you? you know looking up to you and those who you are looking after and this goes for your parents too by the way you know you can't be um having a go at your parents telling them that they've got an awful diet when you know pot calling kettle black right so you need to start to prioritize you right whether it comes to work your family whatever commitments you have now of course there are going to be times when work might take over your family might be more important your kids need you that those are always going to be moments like that but you also need to make time for you right and in fact i had a um a client who lost a significant amount of weight in one month um and even i was surprised and when i asked her what was different about that month she said what she had done was for once she prioritized what she wanted so if she wanted to go to the gym at a certain time she went to the gym at a certain time and then she did all her other chores so ladies we really need to start prioritizing you you cannot feel guilty for putting yourself first right um it's it's necessary and like i said you know there are going to be times when you've got work commitments that you need to prioritize that's absolutely fine but you might call me selfish but nine out of ten times i put myself first i prioritize what i need um you know if that means that i've got to wake up an hour early to go to the gym or go for a walk then i'll do it i'm still prioritizing myself i'm still getting everything else done that needs to be done but i'm i'm putting my needs up there with everybody else's so if i have to make my kids pack lunch in the morning because that's a priority for me then fine i'll make sure that i also plan in my walk you know to time to kind of coincide with that as well so which brings me on to my next point is successful people plan if you have a job right you will be planning your forecasts your i don't know what other things your you know sales you plan right you put meetings in the diary you plan um you know what you're going to be doing quarter one quarter two h2 h you know one you you plan in your work life so why do you not plan in your social life and in your health journey now planning can mean different things to different people right but when you plan you can think about a contingency you also can think about contingency plan so for example on a monday morning or sunday night i will in my head so it doesn't have to be anything time consuming i will run through what my week looks like and some things i need to take into consideration the most important one is is jonathan going to be around if jonathan is not around that changes everything because it means that i can't go for my morning walk it means that the kids are totally reliant on me it means that um you know if it's a weekday um am i going to be able to go to the gym if they're at home you know there are so many things that i would need to talk uh, think about i then also need to think about when are my client calls you know when am i going to post my videos on instagram when am i going to make my videos on instagram so all these kind of things need to go through your mind because they might impact when you plan your walk when you go to the gym when are you going to be able to um you know make your meals so just have a think about it so let me just take let's take today for example right this just happens to be a wednesday i had a call at 11 o'clock a 
client coming around to my house at one o'clock, which never happens, but she's local, so I told her to come. I've got to drop the kids off at quarter past five for, for tuition, and then I'm going to the cinema in the evening tonight. So I need to plan in advance what my day is looking like today, right? The kids are going out at quarter past five, so I need to have dinner made beforehand. Um, when am I going to get my walking? When am I going to get my exercise in? You need to think about all these things beforehand because there's no point in it getting to the day. I wake up today on a Wednesday morning and think, oh gosh, um, I've got that call at 11. I've got this. Uh, oh my God, when am I going to plan in my walk? When am I going to? You need to do all of this stuff beforehand, right? Whether you need to write it down, whether you keep a mental note, it doesn't matter. But what you need to do is plan. Now, planning can mean different things to different people. So some people love to meal prep on a Sunday and um, you know make all their meals for the week. Brilliant, great, well done. I do not like that. I want to decide today what I feel like eating you know, in the morning, preferably because that will make planning easy for me. Um, but um, for me, planning means just making sure that I've got food in the house. I am not a chef. I think most of you might know that uh, I'm uh, my food tastes amazing but looks not very appealing um, so I don't have time to cook right so it's also important for you to just have a few meals that you can whip up in like 15 minutes right a good example could be beans on toast with cheese you might be thinking oh my god that's all processed do you know what it's got fiber it's got protein and you just need to add a little bit of veg that's a balanced meal jacket potato is a great idea boil some pastas have make some freeze some pasta sauce yeah um, and there's a couple of um, recipes in the recipe book um, then you've got your vegetables sorted out in your pasta sauce all you need to do then is worry about some protein so if you're a meat eater you could add some chicken if you're vegetarian or vegan you could add some um, cheese so those are meals that you can make in a matter of minutes, right? So if I were you, I would make a list of two or three meals that you can cook in under five, under, under 10 minutes, right? So for me, one of those ones is my protein smoothie. So if I know that I've got a really busy day um, and the kids and Jonathan are sorted out and I'll say to them, like, you guys sort yourself out, I have got 10 minutes to have my dinner, lunch, whatever, and I have my go-to foods for that. So make sure that you've got a bank of foods that you can just rely on when you're super, super busy. But other than that, make sure that you plan as best as you can, right? Because obviously things are always gonna happen at the last minute, but the more you plan, the more uh, you can account for if it doesn't happen. And this goes for your steps as well, right? So if you know you're going out on a Saturday night, uh, and then you've got something, a wedding, let's just say all day Sunday, there's no point in getting to Saturday and thinking, oh shucks, my target for my steps this week was 70,000 and I've only done 45, knowing that you're going out for dinner tonight, Saturday, and you've got an all day wedding. You need to know this on a Monday so that you can then plan to make up your steps that you can't do on Saturday and Sunday during the week. So planning is absolutely key. Your food, your exercise and your walking, right? Make sure that you spend time, and it's, we're talking minutes here. We're not talking like, you know, you don't need to do like a detailed analysis. Um, now, the other thing is setting boundaries, right? When it comes to your partner, your kids, wanting to do things and you're on this health journey now whilst i um 
what's the word advocate leading a flexible lifestyle where you you know have a little bit of everything you also have to be honest with yourself and say if you're on a health journey you want to lose some weight you have to make some compromises right you can't be going out for dinner three times a week right once a week I think is acceptable if I want to lose weight I will say to myself right once a week I will allow myself to go out to to eat if something else comes along and it's not that important I just say no so learning to say no is going to be a really really big one now you might get a little bit of comeback on this because friends saying oh come on life's too short you know um it's somebody's birthday it's this that and the other well that's your call you can decide how many times you want to go out on what events are important to you but equally remember that the more times that you go out where you cannot control what you're eating you're slowing down your progress and that might be okay for you you might not be in a rush to do this right but you need to start setting some boundaries and you need to be confident in your approach now there might be some people some friends that you could turn around to and be honest and say look you know i'm trying to lose a little bit of weight i'm trying to be healthy um could we change the restaurant that we're going to right or you could just say look i don't want to come out for dinner tonight how about you come around to mine if it's summer how about we go for a picnic i've done that loads of times met friends gone to marks and spencers and then um you know had a really nice healthy lunch so i've still met my friend i've got a walk in i'm still eating out but i know what i'm eating and that leads me to another point is if you are going to eat out if you can where if you can buy or go to restaurants where they have calories and at least you can make a mental note of the calories so you know what your daily intake for that day is going to be so you know some of these are going to be your choices and whatever choices you make just please own that decision you know whether you're on a program with me or you're doing something on your own you cannot then turn around in six weeks or in three months time and say well i didn't get the results that you that i that i wanted because you didn't put in as much effort as you could have done so you have to own your decisions if you want to make these social uh you know nights out whatever then that's fine absolutely no problem at all so that one is going to be learning to say no and setting boundaries and um yeah go back to friends i was the first one in my friend circle who um started on the whole health journey and i can tell you it was a bit of a battle because it was almost like it was acceptable for me to eat three cream cakes in one go but if i wanted to eat in or eat a healthy meal or just have one biscuit it was almost like frowned upon it was almost like laughable that like how could you how could you do that you know so i had to tackle that quite early on now luckily everybody's on the same page as me so it makes things very very a lot easier now the next one is a change in mind mindset a change in your mind shift on many many different things the first and foremost is believe that you can achieve this self-belief is so important you know sometimes people stop themselves from achieving what they want to because they're of their own self beliefs right their self limitations and if i'm honest this applied to me because i thought for years and years well i'm a vegetarian i'm not going to build any muscle you know i'm a woman uh, it's just going to be so difficult for me and i was so wrong i was so wrong because i didn't know right so um you have to believe that you can do this but you also have to believe and make sure that you're doing it the right way getting the best support the best advice and 
empowering yourself and taking initiative, right, to to change, whether it be learning, educating yourself, uh, reading up on information, asking questions. I don't know what that looks like to you, but self-belief is really important. You, if you're going to constantly sit there and say, well, I tried I tried this two years ago and it didn't work. I tried last time and I just regained all the weight. Stop using negative words and start being positive. I can do this. I'm going to do this. I have done this. You know, by summer, I'm going to be wearing a bikini. By summer, I'm going to have my shorts out. How whatever positive affirmations you need to make to yourself, it's that this growth mindset, you know. I teach my kids this quite a lot. And it's really difficult sometimes in believing and imagining and visualizing success I know because you know I kind of have been through this myself for for the last few years but you have to really believe it you have to visualize visualize what your success is going to look like right so it could be that you want to be a size 12 that is your goal visualize yourself you know wearing a beautiful dress or an outfit that you absolutely love and visualize you walking into a restaurant you know how are you going to look how are you going to feel and keep that keep that thought in your head it's so important um i tell you the power of visualization is is second to none and it's something that i have been doing for such a long time and like i said it's not easy because sometimes it's very easy to slip into that negative frame mind frame of oh yeah yeah you know one minute i can do it then i can't yes i can no i can't but the more you tell yourself something i'm telling you the more you you are likely to achieve it so please start to use positive language and you know in this actually also comes surrounding yourself with positive people as well i've got a whole thing on mindset um which i, I need to post actually um but um you need to believe that you can do it and you need to surround yourself with people who are going to have that same belief in you because you know if you if you have been one of these people who have been constantly on a you know fad diet over the years up and down your weight yo-yoing and then all of a sudden you start to tell your friends that no actually do you know what i'm doing this and it's it's going to be lifestyle changes now i'm really going to make it happen you need those friends to believe you yeah you need those friends to say to you you know what yeah this is a right approach that you're taking not yeah but you've done this a hundred times before you know you're going to fail yeah so you have to believe it first so that other people will believe you right um leave behind any attitude that you have had any experience with fad diets um you know your experiences with with weight loss over the years because now you're entering a different phase in your life most of you anyway weight loss is going to change the rate at which you lose fat it's going to become harder you have different challenges in your life you might have more stressful jobs you might have kids the whole environment that you are in now is probably very different to what you were in back in your 20s or even 30s so you know you've got to stop thinking about yeah but I lost it so easily when I was you know I was a size 8 when I was you know forget all of that let's start this whole new journey with a new mindset with new kind of like um, you know uh, goals and visualizations and what you want to achieve um, and leave all of that behind um, because and this is an important this is a hard one to kind of change mindset right so this is something that you need to work on um, it's easier said than done I know um, and then you need to stick to the plan right um, whatever sources resources you have 
had available to you, whether it's a podcast, whether it's uh, watching a video, whether it's reading some information, stick to it, do it, yeah? Stick to it as closely as possible. You're not gonna be able to stick to it, you know, 100% of the time, but even if you stick to it 70% of the time, that's still better than sticking to it 20% of the time. Uh, Then you need to be consistent. Consistency wins every single time. We can all be perfect for one or two days, maybe even for a week, maybe even for a month. But are you going to be able to be perfect? Perfect? Perfect every single day of the year, 365 days, right? Um, It's absolutely key. And this is why it's important. I will always stress that if you hit your steps, your exercise, your calories for the week, you've eaten your protein every meal, your veggies, your fiber, brilliant, great, celebrate that moment, right? But if you don't, it's okay. It's absolutely okay. Do not kick yourself. Do not, um, you know, let that define your day. Because what's more important is that out of the seven things that you could be doing every day to improve your health, to get you closer to your weight loss goal, even if you hit three of them, you are still freaking winning right so do not get yourself down about the fact that you didn't hit your steps today because consistency wins every time right um do what you can when you can and on the days when you've got a bit more time you can make the effort do more equally don't use everything as an excuse oh i was busy today oh my child got sick today oh um, my legs hurting today those are excuses as well right You need to know the difference between what's an excuse and what is a genuine reason why you cannot do something. So if you've just fallen over and, you know, sprained your ankle, you can't walk. That's not an excuse. That's a reason. So in that case, if you're ill or you can't move, then focus on your diet. Right. If your diet is, let's just say you're away on a work meeting and you've got no control over food whatsoever, get your steps in wake up an hour before everyone else and go go and get you walking or get some exercise in so there's always something that you can do in your despite whatever environment you are in right focus on one or the other and if you can focus on everything that's even better right now there's been a lot of evidence behind um people who track their progress versus people who don't people who track their weight their workouts, their food, are more likely to succeed than those who don't. Now, I know tracking calories isn't for everybody. That's fine. But you can track in different ways, right? You can you can still um, portion control your meals by using cups, for example. Because if you put three dollops of rice on your plate, you don't really know how much that is. But if you put half a cup of rice on your plate, you're not counting calories, but you're still monitoring your portions. You're still tracking what you're doing. So, you know, people who track keep themselves accountable. And when you track that, you know, if you've, for those of you who have counted calories, you know that every time you put food into the diary, it's telling you what you've eaten, how much you've got left, blah, blah, blah. If you don't track, right? You go to bed and you think, well, I do this anyway. I'll go to bed. I think, oh, God, I've had such a good day today. Been really healthy. And then I think, oh, shit. No, I didn't because I had, I put that in my mouth as I walked past it. I took a little bit of chocolate out of Ava's mouth. Not Ava's mouth, but, you know, had a little bit of chocolate. Or, you know, had the odd biscuit with my cup of tea. So you forget, right, what you've done. 
at what you've eaten but by tracking everything you can see clearly in black and white what you have eaten what you are doing what workouts were you doing last week what workouts are you doing this week what was what weights were you using you know a month ago and what weights are you using now wow look at that progression yeah um so tracking is really really key now the other thing is um i've just realized is that um i always prefer people not to have just a weight loss goal not prefer i quite insist on don't just use um weight as a measure of uh, how well you're going to do during this health journey of yours you need to have something else right it could be that right by the end of six weeks three months six months have a fitness goal I want to be able to run around my block. I want to be able to do two hit workouts a week. I want to be able to do five push-ups. I want to be able to do, um, you know, lift, uh, squat 50 kgs. Whatever it might be, have something else other than just weight-based, right? And then just a couple of other ones now because this is quite a long one for me. Um, don't restrict yourself too much. Um, obviously, you need to make compromises when it comes to food. Um, instead of having five chocolate biscuits, maybe have one. But um, equally, don't say, right, I'm cutting out sugar, I'm cutting out bread, I'm cutting out rice, I'm not having any of that. If you don't like it, if you don't want it, absolutely fine, don't eat it. But don't tell yourself you're restricting it because the minute you tell yourself that you're restricting something, guess what, you want it. And then what will happen is a couple of things. First of all, you'll binge on it when you do feel like it, right? And then you'll go the opposite way. And also, um, especially with things like dairy, gluten, bread, things like that, if you restrict certain food groups and you cut them out of your diet and then six months later you go back to eating it your body stops producing the enzymes it needs in order to digest that food so when you go back to eating dairy or bread six months later then you're gonna you might have stomach ache and then you'll be saying oh gosh i knew it just didn't agree with me i knew it i just can't eat bread it bloats me it makes me feel like this but actually what's happened is your body has just stopped producing the enzymes so which is why you're feeling like that so what you need to do is to gradually build something back into your diet again it doesn't matter what it is whatever it is that you've cut out so you don't feel like that um so don't restrict anything please if you would um like to cut back absolutely not a problem now the final one and this is they're all important but this is the most important one you've got to listen to me you're going to have faith in what I'm telling you, because honestly, it works. There are so many people giving so many conflicting um, opinions and advice and, you know, their own experiences. And it really can be a minefield. And I get it. And I always say to people, you know, especially to clients, um, have an open mind, have an open mind when it comes to everything right don't be too narrow-minded in well i don't want to try plant-based meat i don't want to have artificial sweeteners i don't want to do this you know if you want it have it yeah try art try um you know plant-based meats because actually they're not all good for you but there are some that are good for you um if you really really don't like them then absolutely fine you know it's okay but what i want you to do is to look at all of this as a jigsaw it is not one thing that is going to help you to lose weight or to become healthier. It's going to be a combination of things. Sleep, rest, recovery are so, so, so important. You know, 
your body needs to recover. You have daily stresses going on in your life. When you're dieting, it puts your body under extreme stress. When you're exercising, you're putting yourself under extreme stress. So you add up, if somebody is dieting and exercising and they've got a really busy life with stresses at work, imagine how much stress you are putting under your body. Imagine right so we need time to rest and recover and to de-stress our body so please make sure that you don't overdo anything as important as it is to keep active and exercise it's also equally important to rest recover and sleep so listen to me i hope you found that this has been useful for you and um, try to implement as much as you can have a great day